When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. We're brought to you by Atlanta Sports Trips. Atlanta Sports Trips is Atlanta's first premium travel service, giving you a chance to go on the road to see your favorite teams play, but combining that with four- and five-star hotel accommodations, very cool pregame parties and meet-and-greets, tailgates, a chance to rub elbows with some of your favorite former athletes and some of your fellow fans. And Atlanta Sports Trips is headed to the national championship game in L.A., but a stopover in Vegas first. Instead of getting gouged for the hotels and the airfare to L.A., Atlanta Sports Trips has planned a three-day perfect championship getaway starting in Las Vegas. Three nights at the MGM Grand, January 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then on Monday morning, we'll head to SoFi Stadium from the, uh, from the MGM Grand with luxury motor coach transportation. We'll take you door-to-door to SoFi Stadium. Your chance to book now at ATL Sports Trips. This will sell out. Inventory is very low. You do not want to wait. Go to atlsportstrips.com. Three nights in Vegas. Luxury round-trip motor coach transportation to L.A. and back from Atlanta Sports Trips. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. I would be Matt or Matlana. I didn't give myself the nickname. I earned the nickname. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. All right, as we get ready for championship Monday night, it's a chance for the dogs to go back to back. That's some pretty special terms for the uh, University of Georgia. And the man will be roaming the sidelines, former Georgia quarterback. Great. You see him on Fox 5 in Atlanta. My friend, DJ Shockley, kind enough to join us on this week's Welcome to Matlana. Shock, it's a pleasure. How are you? No, man, all good, man. I appreciate you having me. I always get to. I get a chance to uh, share the, the big screen with you uh, four or five times a year, so I always look forward to that. Yeah, it's a fun time. Now, speaking of a fun time, before we look ahead to, to Monday night in TCU, Shock, like you know, being in the building, just sitting in the seats, cheering was one thing. Give me the yeah. sense of what it was like on the Georgia sideline, the atmosphere, the roller coaster throughout the game. How nuts was it? I think that's the best way to describe it is a roller coaster of, you know, up and down and then feeling like, man, this just may not be the night for us. And, you know, Ohio State had a great plan and little like they figured it out for a while. And then all of a sudden you start coming back and you start feeling a little bit more confident. And then uh, obviously comes down to that last kick. I mean, it was it was one of those games, I ain't going to lie, I was stressed out over there <laughs> on the sideline uh, trying to, you know, kind of keep the motion and checking. I mean, even guys on the sideline had, you know, a lot of mixed emotions. You can see guys kind of, you see the faces at times of guys who are like, man, this is new. This is different. It's just, you know, it doesn't feel the same. And then there's the emotion of, all right, we're still in it. So I think roller coaster is a, a great term to uh, kind of describe what everybody was feeling down there on the sideline uh, during that game. What did you see from Kirby Smart in the moments after the missed kick from Ohio State? Because, yes, it's jubilation that we won, but I'm sure his mind goes right back into we've got one more game to win. As weird as this sounds, Shock, like in that building, it kind of felt like a national championship atmosphere, but there's one more mile to run. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think everybody 
Uh, at the beginning of the year, assumed that, you know, they would love to see Georgia and Ohio State in a national championship. And I think a lot of people thought that's what it would be. And as the season went on, it looked like it was heading in that direction. And then when the game kind of finished, you kind of felt like, whew, that was it. That was everything you wanted. And that's how you probably should end the year. Uh, but like you mentioned, uh, when Kirby got in the locker room, that's the first thing he talked about. I mean, there was some guys, you know, you know, happy and jubilant, having a, you know, a good time, as they should, of course, after a big win. But Kirby quickly reminded them, we got one more. And he said, if this is all you want, I'll call TCU right now. <laughs> but uh, the fact that in that moment, he still, Still was talking about what's next and how to get these guys refocused that quickly after winning such an emotional game. He refocused the team that quickly and said, all right, yeah, that was fun. That was good. We expect it to be where we are right now, but we still have one more to go. And I think that just speaks to why the culture has been what it is at Georgia and why, you know, they're at the spot that you said when first coming on competing for a back-to-back national championship. So let's talk about the quarterback. I always love to pick the uh, brains of guys who played the position because me just being a dumb fan, I marvel at what Stetson Bennett in the fourth quarter became on on uh, Saturday night and the way he's done that so many times in the past because he was not very good in the first three quarters. He admitted as much. Tell me how you think he's able to turn into that guy in the biggest moments on the biggest stages and almost have to play perfect, and he did. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy to watch – what Stead does at the end of a ball game, and you know it, it's been it's been pretty cool to watch him over the past couple of years in those moments, in those big games. And I think the number one thing that comes to mind is that the dude just don't blink. The dude is ready for that moment. And I think the fact that he's always just so cool and collected. Uh, whenever you see him on the sideline, he's never too high, never too low. Of course, he gets frustrated at times, or you know has a little bit more emotion, um, and that's just part of the game. But for the majority of the time. The dude is just really, really cool. And I think that's what matters in those moments. And then when he gets into those moments, the other thing is I think Georgia and Kirby, they work on those situations of the game so much. I mean, we both, you know, cover the Falcons here. And, you know, over the you know past, you know, five, six games, the situations of the game matters the most. And for Georgia, they have really seized the opportunities in situations of the game. I mean, you go back to – the SEC championship with Chris Smith did. I mean, that was a situation of the game that could have easily just stayed 0-0, but because they had worked on that in practice, that situation wasn't too big for him or that defense, and they end up, you know, turning into a plus for him. Uh, there are so many times in the game you think about it. I mean, you think about the, the call timeout by Kirby uh, on the fake punt. I mean, those are situations of the game that could turn out the, the, the outcome of a game. And I think Georgia is just so good in those situations, and the quarterback uh, is a prime example of that as well. When he gets put in those spots, he's ready to go, and he doesn't flinch, and he makes the plays that need to be there. And I think when he's that confident, it helps the other 10 guys around him feel like, okay, we can go do it as well. Because obviously he needs those other guys to go do it and help him do it. And then we got to also remember the defense gave him opportunities. I think Kirby mentioned this as well. I mean, Georgia was down a couple touchdowns. And even when you hit the big throw to Arian Smith, you still need another stop to give your defense another chance. And guess what they did? So uh, it's still a total team effort. But in those moments, too, Stetson does his part as well and makes some plays. We're brought to you by Atlanta Sports Trips. Atlanta Sports Trips is Atlanta's first premium travel service, giving you a chance to go on the road to see your favorite teams play 
but combining that with four- and five-star hotel accommodations, very cool pregame parties and meet-and-greets, tailgates, a chance to rub elbows with some of your favorite former athletes and some of your fellow fans. And Atlanta Sports Trips is headed to the national championship game in L.A., but a stopover in Vegas first. Instead of getting gouged for the hotels and the airfare to L.A., Atlanta Sports Trips has planned a three-day perfect championship getaway starting in Las Vegas. Three nights at the MGM Grand, January 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then on Monday morning, we'll head to SoFi Stadium from the uh, from the MGM Grand with luxury motor coach transportation. We'll take you door to door to SoFi Stadium. Your chance to book now at ATL Sports Trips. Com. This will sell out. Inventory is very low. You do not want to wait. Go to atlsportstrips.com. Three nights in Vegas. Luxury round-trip motor coach transportation to L.A. and back from Atlanta Sports Trips. Home field advantage exists in baseball. Insurance, too. Your local trusted choice independent insurance agents are active members of your community. They'll always have your back. Find a local auto, home, or business insurance agent at trustedchoice.com. Folks, you just heard from Smoltzy and you heard it from me as well. Clayton Rhodes and the Rhodes Group are my trusted choice for insurance agents. They've been my agent for a long time and they serve all of Metro Atlanta. To get up to 10 auto insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes, visit roads-group.com slash churnoff today. That's roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. TheDailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love The Daily Draft. Shock, I thought the other thing that's worth bringing up, as much as Brock deserves a ton of love because he's that good, and we found that he was under the weather going into the game, he still was fine. Four catches, 64 yards. But I thought the story became the receivers, which throughout this season, either due to health or just a lack of production, we've all wondered after Lad McConkie what that group would look like. And the group Saturday night of A.D. Mitchell and Arian Smith and Marcus Rosemey, Jack Saint, Don Blaylock, Karis Jackson, they all had big moments. They combined yeah. for 10 catches and 261 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, that, and they all had big plays. They were explosive plays up and down the field. That's a long time coming, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I think it speaks volumes to – uh, the ability for Brian McClendon, the receivers coach, to make sure all those guys are ready for their particular moment. And for a receiver, it's tough because you never know when the ball's going to come your way. You just have to do your job every single time. And then when you get that one or two opportunities, you got to make the most of it. And that's what's so big and that's what makes it so special are those guys that Billy better make those plays in those big moments again. I mean, there was, you know, obviously all of them had big-time plays and big moments for big big games and, you know, making plays down the field. Uh, this is a group that's really unselfish. 
Uh, they understand that, you know, their time is going to come. And I think, you know, this offensive staff with Todd Munkin does such a great job of figuring out ways to get all those guys implemented into the game plan. And one way or another, whether they have one catch, two catch, or six or seven catches, uh, they know they have to do their job because they're dependent upon. And if you don't, guess what? You name about five or six guys. If you don't, guess what? Another guy's going to come in and take your spot. So uh, those guys have been really unselfish this year, even with, you know, AD coming back late in the season, still, you know, staying with the program, uh, still, you know, fighting his way to get back and making them one of the biggest plays in the game, obviously catching the touchdown there at the end. Uh, Kiaris, you know, is a guy who has been kind of a, you know, some games you see him, some games you don't. Catches that one down in the middle uh, in the two-minute drill was a big-time play. Dom had the, the little inside fade that was a tough catch that he comes down with. I mean, so many dudes making plays in this game, uh, and it makes you, you know, feel like, okay, these guys don't care who gets the recognition, who gets the, the big numbers. They just care about making a play when it's there. Shock, before we talk about Monday night, one last thing, and, and maybe it's just playing two really gifted offensive opponents in LSU and Ohio State, but it's jarring for a lot of us to see Georgia's defense give up chunk plays and give up big numbers. But it happened against LSU. It was a little different. Georgia had a working margin and a lead. But against Ohio State, I give C.J. Stroud a ton of credit, but Georgia couldn't cover a slant. They couldn't you know, stop big plays down the field. Like It was just it was surprising to see that. What do you, what do you account that to? Is it the, the opponents or is it some stuff Georgia's got to improve? You know what? Uh, I say this, man. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I try to tell you know a lot of guys who you know who talk about the game and understand it like that. That you know sometimes them dudes are just good. Sometimes they get you. And obviously you don't want to give up the big chunk yards. You don't want to give up the big plays. But at the end of the day, when you're facing you know Ohio State and you're facing two guys who could possibly go in the top ten, and one guy's gonna come out this year. And Marvin Hansen Jr. still has another year. It tells you how good those dudes are. And then you look at what, you know, those dudes have done all year. They've done that to everybody. And I, I understand that people are holding Georgia's defense to a standard because they've been that good over the past two years, always in the top five of, you know, pass defense, total defense, whatever it may be. But sometimes you just get beat. And, you know, ultimately – uh, there's a lot of things that you can look into. Yeah, there's sometimes where they have bad technique, or there's sometimes where a guy don't turn the head around, or you know the safety doesn't get over the top, or one of the guys doesn't understand what help defense is. Those are things that happen, and we still got to remember uh, these dudes are 18 to 22, and you know they're they're still really good players, but they make mistakes in the heat of the moment. And uh, I think in a game like that, uh, give Ryan Day a lot of credit. They did a good job of scheming a lot of good things open. Think about how many times they ran that little slight little roll by C.J. Stroud, and you got a big crosser coming across on a deep override. I mean, that's hard to cover. A guy running away from you with that kind of speed and size, it's tough. I mean, same thing. I mean, in the LSU game, man, they had some big-time receivers who are big playmakers, and they had a quarterback who was willing to sling it. Same thing with C.J. Stroud. So uh, give, you know, the opponents a lot of credit. And then also Georgia going to look at the film and say, hey, there are times where I could have absolutely played that better. But at the end of the day, they just made the play. So uh, I think it's going to be similar stuff uh, that happens, you know, in the in the game coming up. TCU's got a big-time receiver herself. And he's big. He's fast. Uh, he had a 14-catch game one game this season against, uh, against Kansas. So it's going to be interesting to see. TCU's going to look at the same film and say, okay, here's some things that we can expose as well. So uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, you bend, you bend, and you find a way to get a stop like they did late in the ballgame. 
Well, they did that, right? Outscoring Ohio State 18-3, to and they got enough stops, which turned out to be the key. So Monday night, Max Duggan is a quarterback for TCU, who I'm sure now people around the country are kind of watching. But, I mean, I'm guessing there are a ton of people that Saturday was the first time that half that audience saw TCU play. So Duggan, we know, is a Heisman candidate. We know he can make plays with his legs. We saw him do that in the, in the conference championship game and then at times on Saturday against Michigan. So what are Georgia fans, when they tune in Monday night, what should they be expecting with Duggan against the Georgia defense? Well, I think folks got to realize, first off, Duggan is a really good player. I mean, obviously finished second in the Heisman. That tells you uh, what people think of him on the outside. That tells you what other coaches think about his game and his ability to play at a high level. I mean, he only has six interceptions on the season with 39 touchdowns. He's done such a good job of leading that team. And every time, you know, if you ever watch TCU, you watch their highlights, he is at the center of it. He's giving his team a chance. He's a fighter. He goes hard. I mean, he's one of those guys that you got to make sure uh, you kind of corral because he can beat you in the run game and the pass game. Uh, obviously, Kendra Miller is their top guy. He got hurt in the Michigan game. Uh, say strained his knee or something like that. And, uh, but he's a guy that came into the game 1,300 yards, 17 touchdowns. And I know TCU is looking forward to hopefully trying to get him back somewhere how Georgia fans want to make sure uh, Darnell Washington is good to go in the game. But uh, they got another back in D. McCarter who came in who had 150 yards against Michigan in, in that ball game. So being able to run the football is a big part of what they do. And then you talk about Quinn Johnson on the outside, big physical receiver, 6'4", 215, looks similar to what the dogs just saw in Marvin Harrison, has the speed uh, to take the top off. Uh, a guy who's averaging almost 18 yards a catch. I mean, the dude is nice on the outside. And a lot of people believe he could easily be the top receiver taken in this year's draft. So, uh, and you got the Thorpe winner on the other side. So, if people are looking at TCU and just say, all right, it's just a, a team from the Big 12, and, yeah, they're, they're lucky to be here, I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really lean into that. They're 13-1 for a reason. They're fine ways to win ball games. They got some big-time players on both sides. Uh, on the field, and they're going to come in here ready to compete. They're going to get to L.A. ready to go and feel like they should deserve to win this game just as much as Georgia does. So it's going to be a fun fun matchup to watch. Um, it's going to be fun to see on both sides of the ball uh, how, how both sides attack uh, the opposing team. So I'm looking forward to the game, to be honest. We're brought to you by Atlanta Sports Trips. Atlanta Sports Trips is Atlanta's first premium travel service, giving you a chance to go on the road to see your favorite teams play, but combining that with four- and five-star hotel accommodations, very cool pregame parties and meet-and-greets, tailgates, a chance to rub elbows with some of your favorite former athletes and some of your fellow fans. And Atlanta Sports Trips is headed to the national championship game in L.A., but a stopover in Vegas first. Instead of getting gouged for the hotels and the airfare to L.A., Atlanta Sports Trips has planned a three-day perfect championship getaway Starting in Las Vegas, three nights at the MGM Grand, January 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then on Monday morning, we'll head to SoFi Stadium from the uh, from the MGM Grand with luxury motor coach transportation. We'll take you door to door to SoFi Stadium. Your chance to book now at atlsportstrips.com. This will sell out. Inventory is very low. You do not want to wait. Go to atlsportstrips.com. Three nights in Vegas. Luxury round-trip motor coach transportation to L.A. and back from Atlanta Sports Trips. Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. 
At The Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at rose-group.com. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. TheDailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love The Daily Draft. Do you think, and this is cliched, I know, but do you think TCU really goes in with the we have nothing to lose attitude? Because I, I could say that, but you have a national championship to lose. I guess... The, the pressure is more on Georgia. They're expected to be here and now was yeah. a big favorite. Like, does TCU play that way on Monday night? You know, man, I don't think they come in with that kind of attitude because, like you just mentioned, I mean, when you say that and then you say, well, it is the national championship. So I don't think you come into that mindset of, yeah, we're just glad to be here. <laughs> this team is thir- they're 13 and 1. They, they feel like they deserve to be here. They have the right just as much as Georgia to come in and feel like this is our game to lose. So, yeah, people may feel like back-to-back is a big part of the pressure for Georgia, but I think TCU comes in here with the confidence that, hey, everybody didn't give us a chance versus Michigan. They thought Michigan would just boat race us. And guess what? We are a different team than everybody thinks that we come in here with the same attitude. And they've been kind of in that underdog role all year and they have just played to the standard at which TCU uh, has played for all year and been in every single ball game. So I don't think they come into this game even being close to two touchdown underdogs feeling like, oh, we're just happy to be here. This is a team that feels like we are good enough to win it when you watch these guys play. So uh, I don't think anybody should underestimate the motivation for TCU because they feel like they're just as good. Shock, let's finish up with this. I'm going to use the D word. I'm going to whisper it. If Georgia wins on Monday night, and that's back-to-back championships, do they have what it takes to build a dynasty? Like, is that is that a possibility for this team that they run off three titles in five years or something like that where you're, you're putting them in the D word? Yeah, I mean, you know what? It, it's quite possible. I mean, you, you just go back to the way Kirby recruits, and then you go and you watch a game, and you watch all these guys play. You think about how many freshmen and sophomores are playing right now on this team and the experience that they're getting and the big game moments that they're getting. It just bodes well for the future. And as we know, any given week, you're playing in the SEC. It's tough to win. We know that. And that's why I think everybody's made such a big deal about going undefeated this year you know, inside the SEC, running the table. Now you're in another national championship, and that's hard to do. I mean, you think about you got to be on your game every single time you go out. I mean, you think about the Mich- I mean, the uh, Missouri game, the Kentucky game, those games that everybody thought you would, you know, win by 20, 30 points, and it was a grind. And who knows what happens, you know, in certain ball games where, you know, it just wasn't your night, and you find a way to do it. That's why it's so hard and so tough to do it 
But when you recruit the way he does, when you coach the way he does, when these guys go out and play the way they do, it's hard. It's going to be hard to beat Georgia over the next few years. And they continue to play the way they do. And uh, I think regardless of who's inside that helmet, there's a standard when they put on that G. And whoever's out there, Kirby expects a certain style of play. And I think that's going to continue as long as he's the head coach there and he continues to recruit the top players in the country. It's going to be hard to beat Georgia. So we'll see if they can continue that streak. But um, I wouldn't be uh, remiss to say they're going to be in it every year because I think they will. Yeah, they're a machine. There's no question what he's built. Shock will be on the sidelines on uh, Monday night as uh, we're recording this midweek leading up to the national championship. So make sure you're checking out Shock there on Fox 5 as well. His work with the Atlanta Falcons. Guy is a media mogul and love to uh, watch and listen to DJ talking uh, football and talking sports. Shock, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for carving out some time. We'll talk to you soon. I appreciate your brother. Have a good one. I'll see you in LA. Welcome to Atlanta. Thanks, everybody, so much for taking the time to listen to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Thanks to our producer, Matt Lear, for his assistance with the program. He's the glue that keeps the operation running. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Atlanta. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.